sixth grade stands out to me like quite a bit like as far as like memor memories go like I think that's Monroe right yeah that's Monroe that was my last so year you don't right remember now. being a little kid little baby some I'll get like like bits and pieces but like not not like to where like I can tell you like a timeline or like this this happened in there but like I remember, like I'll have like little memories like I remember going camping every year or like I I remember like sitting on my uncle Yuri's lap when I was crying and stuff like that just like small little things. Do you remember meeting me or do you always just like when you look back like oh that was you, just my fault. That's no I don't I don't think I ever I don't think I remember meeting you but you've always just you've always been there. Mhm. Mm and there's never, never been anyone else but you. I, I guess that's not really true because I remember, I remember living with my Oma. So I guess that's before meeting you and like. Yeah, in Cornell. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I remember living with my Oma and wanting to meet Milo, and like. Getting, that young? Yeah. <clears throat> or not like not that <laughs> not that young. It was like I maybe maybe it was wasn't before I moved into the but I remember being really young and like walking to a corner or something with Omar to meet him and him not showing up and it like devastating me. Like mm -hmm. I remember crying, like I remember like I could remember like how like it felt and like Omar still has the letter like that I wrote him. It doesn't it's not any words or anything but because I was so little but like I remember that like specifically mm -hmm. like being that little and like feeling that and like him just not showing up and like not knowing why so have, like how familiar are you with the story of like how your mother and I met and how you came to be mine um I'll, not I guess not too familiar all I know is that you guys were like you met in junior high right mm -hmm. and then that was that was a wrap <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it ended up being, but that's not how it went. It's like, I was a very, uh, I was a big time introvert, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I still am. But your mother was like the opposite. Yeah. Back then, she was very outgoing. She always wanted to be out, but it was like the life as a, as a kid, like you can be free, you can do whatever mm -hmm. you want, and like the more you do that, the more popular you are, and you go out and you get more experiences, so you know more. But I had um. I went to this dance and I went by myself because I was always <laughs> a loner and I don't even know why I said hey I'm going to go to it because inside I did want to relate to people and I did want to you know have friends and things like that I just I didn't know how and I was too nervous to ever do or say anything so I was like well I'm, I'm, I'll go to this dance you know and, uh, and uh, it was 6th grade because Okumbra had a middle school back then so uh, at sixth grade, we got to go to junior high mm -hmm. and it was sixth, seventh and eighth. And I just went and just, you know, holding up the wall <laughs> for watching people. And I and still to this day, I still just, I, time can just pass by and I could just watch people and their mannerisms and how they're acting, what they're yeah. saying. So I was very occupied. I wasn't. It's not I, even that you don't enjoy that either, yeah. or like not having a good time. I wasn't uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. at all. I was like, cool, I'll go to this dance, but I'll just watch people yeah. have a good time, and I'll have my own good time. But your mom came up to me, and, she, and just out of nowhere, she's like, hey, let's go dance. 
so I'm like, okay, get mm-hmm. out there. And I, and I go, you know, we're dancing. I don't know how to dance, <laughs> but doing it, like whatever, you know. Uh, and I look back then, it's like, usually you would think about like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go dance and like, what are people going to look or say? Or, but that wasn't even going through my mind. It was just like being there in the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, so we danced a couple of things and that was it. I think she, um, she, she got my number or she gave me her number. And although I was a, uh, like an introvert and I was always to myself if I wanted to do something I would do it yeah so she had given me her number she told me to call her so later that night I called her and we started talking and uh, I don't know if it was at that point or maybe a couple of days later but we ended up being together I served my girlfriend and she's my girlfriend and that went on for like a month <laughs> like I, I went to go that was she was my first girlfriend Mm -hmm. so I was learning how to be a boyfriend and and I would like go to the movies with her and I would like take your Theo Richard I'll take my little brother with me and and then so everywhere I went I would usually take him with me and and then she would have her friend um, Michelle her and Michelle were good friends but like your mother was always like she was more mature than me you know she already knew I think I was like too slow paced for her and I was too much of a nice guy for her so like we would go out go to the movies hang out go go to her house go to the park and and chill but like like I said it was too slow paced for her I think and one day one night that's probably just like a month had went by and then one night I was playing Sega with your with your Nino or my brother and stuff and and I get that phone call was uh back then we'd have cordless phones those <laughs> things some big old big old looking things but they were cool and and she called it wasn't even her your Theonora called <laughs> and I answered and I'm like hello and we started talking times. yeah <laughs> and she's like and your Theonora tells me um. Layla is breaking up with you. Or, or, <laughs> so what, however it went down, I don't even know, but your Theodora broke up with me for your mom. So you got broken up with my Theodora. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't put a lot, like a thought or emotion to it. Like, I just said, okay. And then that was it. I hang up and I go back to playing Sega. But I know that whatever relationship we had, it was over, right? <laughs> And so a long, a long time goes by, and at that age, I, like we were, I was eleven. Your mom was eleven, maybe twelve. Going on, she's a little bit older than me. And so time goes by, we don't talk to each other, we don't keep in touch at all. And um, I go through my own shit, right? Like mm-hmm. I, that I had a lot of growing to do myself yeah. for to gain confidence. And I went through that, and after I was in a certain stage your mom came back into my life like she because of now the people who I was running with was that was her that was like her yeah like her scene as well mm-hmm. and so she came she came back into my life and we started talking but now at this time it's like the tables are turned 
it's like if you want to like hang out I, I like your company we could chill we can have a good time but like I'll do my own thing mm-hmm. and so it went like that for a while and um, we uh, it got to a point to where I let her know it's like for whatever reason at the time like we just it's just best we don't see each other anymore. <laughs> like, we weren't together, mm-hmm. you know, just friends with more privileges. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, same on her side. There was no emotions. We were just like, okay, well, that, that it is what it is. And we went our separate ways. And at that time, I was working at Dino's Pizza. If you remember that. I definitely remember that place. So I was, I, I was, um, they had got it had got a little slow and when it got slow it was during the day so I was just playing video games mm-hmm. you know the arcade and keeping myself busy and I believe your um, your Nino was there with me and we were just chilling because they would my brother cousins would come and get hooked up and yeah. just chill while I was playing a video game and I hadn't seen or talked to your mom in a, in a while mm-hmm. but she walks in Goes, walks all the way down to our mat, doesn't say a word, and she hands me a, a piece of pink paper. So I'm like, okay, I take it. And then she turns around and <coughs> walks away. Oh. <laughs> I open it up, and it's from Planned Parenthood, and it says, due date, and that's it. It's like pretty much telling me that she's going to have a kid and that it's gonna be mine. Gosh. <laughs> At least that's what, that's what I put together. <laughs> that's what I put together from it anyway. So. Jeez. So I uh I finish my shift and do my thing like when I get home I give her a call and try to get some more detail. <laughs> And I, and I get it and then so we're talking and I said well I want to like I want to be together I want you to be my girl and you know I want to I want to be a family and she's like and she's telling me like well you only want to do that because I'm going to have your kid and I was like oh, well, that's pretty obvious yeah. but yeah, like, yeah. okay that that doesn't change yeah I still want <laughs> yeah. that like, want, like what's wrong with that mm-hmm. so from that point we're together again and when I had at 15 when I was senior mom like at 15 like what boyfriend and girlfriend at 11 don't talk for a while at 15 we start being friends with privileges and when we're, when we had that relationship I go to your Oma's house and I go to go visit your mom and your mom wouldn't I can't ever remember like me going in there and your mom like having you and and like holding you or feeding <laughs> you or like doing anything with you just like you were either not in sight or you were with your oma or like I knew you were in another room asleep but I got to see you know mm-hmm. you but back then you're you're just my uh my friend's yeah. baby, you know? <laughs> and I we went to Al Puente together, and I, you you your mom would walk with you. She was in independent studies. I was in a class, and so I would always see her like 
rolling up the stroller with you, so I, I knew who you were, and, and uh, so once, once um, I found out I was having Gil, then we, I, I, I just wanted you to be a part of what yeah. we had, so, uh, you know, and, and, and your mom felt a lot more comfortable, I don't, I don't know, I've never talked to your mom about it, but. I don't know what influenced her exactly, mm -hmm. but now you would be coming around. Like, so she would bring you when she would come over because I, I had her move in with me mm -hmm. like right away. Yeah. I just, from that point on, I knew I wanted to be a family man. As soon man. as you found out she was having mm -hmm. daily. Then, mm -hmm. Yeah, then I was just like, oh, that's cool. I need, that'll work for me. Like, mm -hmm. I, that gave me something to put my focus mm -hmm. and my passion into just to be a family man and to be a dad. Yeah. So I, I brought, brought you guys in and I started seeing a lot more of you. And then I just remember like at Christmases, like you were always just, the Regalado family has always been like open to anybody. And then when, especially when it comes to family, it's like they just, they brought you in and they yeah, knew. It's always, it's as Whenever I describe, like, that's always mm -hmm. open, like, it's family-oriented, it's definitely. Yeah. And, and from that point, like, you were my girl. And I remember, man. Because <laughs> you, you were two years old at that time. And I don't know how much you remember of that age, but you had already been conditioned to be, like, a spoiled little brat. And I had to break you, you know? I remember, I remember throwing fits, and I don't remember screaming, get off my jock, but I've heard stories, uh -huh. but I do remember, like, the fits and stuff like that, but I don't remember, like, like specifics like that, but I guess I've told you, get off my jock. Yeah, you told me, and I didn't teach you those, that language, but... Probably Nora. Yeah, yeah but that was, because... From whatever the moment Gil could talk or, or and Katrina, Bear, they could talk back, they'd get a smack. That's how I raised my kids. It's mm -hmm. not for everybody, but um, it worked. that's how I was raised, yeah. and it worked for me. I have great kids. You guys, I'm very proud of the way you guys behave. And growing up, I could take you guys in grocery stores and restaurants, and, and I, and I never, hardly had to worry, but if... Something did go off. You guys knew you were gonna get disappointed when, when we got home. Yeah. But it was, I I didn't have that with you. Like I couldn't just, I couldn't put hands on you. I didn't I didn't make you. Yeah. You know? And you and I were new to each other at that time, so I knew I loved you already, and 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 I, just like disciplining, kids is meant to because you want them to be better. You yeah. don't want them to yeah. act a certain way. So, with you, it's like, I, I, and you were my first, too. It's like, how, like I had to learn all that, you know, at 17. So, I just remember with you, like, we had this little timeout bench, because that was a, the thing at the time, was like, you gotta give kids timeout, mm -hmm. so, I didn't believe in it, but your mom was like, like, that's how it should be done, and, you know, although she never disciplined you, it was left up to me right away, but... That that was it. Like I would, I would tell you, and you would just get used to throwing fits. Like mm -hmm. if you didn't get your way, you would scream your head off and <laughs> throw, throw hands. Like literally, like when they say babies on the floor, like 
swinging their hands and that, that was you and I was like I'll be damned if I'm gonna put up with that like that yeah. I don't want that for I don't want to deal with it but more importantly I don't want that for you yeah like you need to learn how to deal with things mm-hmm. and not just hear no and throw a tantrum so of course I would say well go in the corner or go sit in the closet or go to your timeout chair and of course you'd be like that's why I don't know with you back then did you know like is this my dad or like is who is this guy did you Uh, yeah I don't I don't yeah I don't remember like any of that like what was going through my head when (laughs) I was deliberately like no I'm not going in the corner (laughs) so because you wouldn't go I wasn't gonna put hands on you and make you go but I would physically take you there and I'd sit you down and you'd want to get up and you'd want to, or like throw yourself back or whatever. So I hold you there and I'd sit with you. Yeah, I, I remember I remember you sitting with me in the corner. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember like snippets of like you sitting and like yeah. holding me. I spent a lot of time in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it came from when you, when you said that story, like get off my job. Because one time I was holding you down and you were just like snots coming down tears coming down and you were so pissed off from whatever you were doing I told you you couldn't do or you had to stop or no and I was holding you down and that's when you told me you were like get off my job <laughs> oh, took a lot from me to not just yeah. where does where does the child here get the um. but, but, we, but we worked through that you know and then it came to a point to where we got very comfortable with each with with each other, and you were mine. And then I, and then I just raised you like, like it was, like yeah. you were mine, like you were officially mine. And then you started getting hands on me, <laughs> <laughs> but it was out of love, and so that that's how it came about. Yeah. See, I thought I thought. That it was just like after you guys met, it was a wrap after that, and like inseparable. I didn't know there was like the yeah. off and on and her yeah. very badly yeah. from, <laughs> telling from, you you're gonna be a bad yeah. dad. Yeah, from that point, then it was a wrap. <laughs> we, we took in, and that went from 17 to 25. And at 17, you were you were already like I said two mm-hmm. at that that age. Um. <clears throat> so at uh. As we went on, your brother was born, and we, and we just got busy. Your sister Katrina was born. You <laughs> just, just started popping them out after <laughs> that. Yeah, you know, we didn't stop, and and then things went on with you and I, just like a family, and it wasn't really to your mom ended up like your mom and I split up. I was twenty five. And she was 25, so at, at that age, you what age were you? Do you remember? I was like 12 and like 6, it was like 6th mm-hmm. grade. So, she we split up. She ended up still living at the house for a while. Yep. But we were, we were split up, and that's where you were just becoming a teenager and starting to go through your things. Yeah, and like, I felt like kind of like my world got rocked. And like all that stuff with the teenager and all that stuff of like kind of like 
my like my entire like vision of like what my world is kind of like it's mm-hmm. not it's not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I felt the same way, and I, uh, you know, at that time I like like I told you at seventeen I made up my mind like I want to be a dad I want to be a family man and that was just me that's what I felt was mm-hmm. was me, and when we split up still to this day I've never felt more lost than I did at that time like I didn't know like yeah. like I didn't have my identity anymore yeah cause you guys got to like you like, got you were so young so you didn't like yeah so all I knew <laughs> was to be a family man and have my family together and that wasn't the case anymore yeah but I never really talked to you guys about it you know I never sat you down never sat your brother or sister down and talked about like oh what how are you guys feeling and what mm. I just thought I don't really think that you guys even thought anything about it I don't know I was just naive yeah like that is like oh it's just things are gonna go on as yeah I'll be there for mm-hmm. them and that was a big reason why your mom stayed at the house because one like even though I was the one who ended the relationship I didn't have any hate for her I still loved her I just knew there's nowhere that I could go on being in a relationship with her anymore. But I didn't want to like kick her out, even though she she could live with your with your oma. But at the time, like she said, well, you know how the relationship yeah. is. <laughs> so I didn't feel like forcing her to do that, and I still like wanted her to be there for you guys. And it's like when we split up, your mom now all of a sudden had. Uh, motivation to be a mom <laughs> and to be a wife you know she mm-hmm. she'd be now she'd be up in the morning getting you guys ready for school getting guys out to school making breakfast and like what, making me lunch and and then when I get home she's up she's cleaning yeah when usually the typical would be I get up get you guys ready for school take you to school go to work come home and she's still like in bed mm-hmm. and, and get up and come home clean and you know and and whatever take care of business but she wasn't she wasn't always like that that was like a big part of of her life but I never um I know I never took the time to to talk to you guys about it so I don't really know like what your thoughts and feelings were at that time it was kind of like you know, that's kind of like, I I remember you got, I remember a specific conversation of where you and mom actually told me that you guys were splitting up and like that you guys, it was, it's been over, that it had been over for a while. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting in the room, like when me and Shun, all, all of us like shared a room, like, which is now grandma's closet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I had like, I don't remember what happened at school, but I was upset for for something, and I was crying. And I think what happened at school had something to do with me being upset with like you and mom. And you, we were talking, and like I remember you, you guys like saying like it's been over for like a while, like we're not together anymore, like this is this, and, and like I just remember like everything like my head just like kind of like just going like wait what like my head just going blank and it like felt like like everything would just like 
fell apart like instantly mm-hmm. and i i remember i remember feeling like well like what what happens like what what's going to what's going to happen to me because i mean obviously i knew that like you've always been there you've always been my dad but like obviously like i knew that like you're not like my biological father and like mm-hmm. so like my thinking like okay like they're getting a divorce like what's gonna happen to me like what or am i gonna go with my mom yeah. or like yeah where do i fit into this situation because you guys haven't said anything <laughs> yet <laughs> so sweet and uh fill you in on that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like i didn't ask about it or anything and so like things just kind of went forward and like I, I'm still sitting here, like, worrying about it, because, like, as always, like, I'm a, I'm a stress case, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, sitting here worrying about it, like, making myself not feel good about it, because, like, I don't know what's going to happen, and I think it just, like, got to the point where, like, we, like you said, we never, like, actually talked about it after that, like, never sat us down or anything like that, and so I kind of just, like, I guess, dealt with it or, like, pushed it back mm-hmm. myself and didn't really think about it and kind of just, like, okay went with the flow like this is what happened yeah. because this is what's happening right now yeah and not that really like, total sense. yeah but i mean now thinking back on it like i just like you said like i, rem- I just re- i remember being lost like feeling like where's my place like where do i fit in like really where do i fit in so what was your mindset then when because i think your mom lived with us for maybe a, almost a year if not longer when we split up but when she left, when she went to move um, to Oregon, and you stayed with me, like, did you, what was your mindset at that time? Like, what were you thinking about? I was, I felt like, because I, I do remember it for, I don't like remember it specifically, like, it just being me, her, and Oma, but I do remember, like, Oma being, like, my mom, mm-hmm. and, like, kind of growing up with mom. And, like, when she left, it was kind of just, like, it's, it had always almost, like, it's always me and her. Like, it's, that's how we started off. That's where we started off. And then she left. And it was, like, wait. <laughs> like, that's me and you. Like, I mm-hmm. thought, like, if anyone had me, it'd be you. Like, even if, even if, like, you, I had, a, even if, like, you guys went, got divorced and, like, you didn't want to be my dad anymore or something like that. I always had her because like, that's my mom and like Mm -hmm. we grew up together, but then she left and it was like, again, like, what about me? And it, it kind of made me feel like, okay, like she doesn't, she doesn't want me. Why doesn't she want me? What did I do? Like, what can I do to make her want me? How, like, what can I change? What can I, why don't like, why? why doesn't she want me am I doing anything wrong and is it because like because I'm so okay with like because I'm so like fit in so well with like the like with you guys like am I like she doesn't like me because like I'm yours now and like you're playing for the other team yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and so that's always been like a problem for me, like, oh, which side? Like, I always felt like I had to pick sides when, like, I know now, like, I don't. Like, that's not, 
the case mm-hmm. but like back then like I felt like okay I have to pick sides and then I guess that's kind of I did pick sides and I moved I moved with her mm-hmm. and it just, after that it's just like been moving with her like ever since well, um, I think when like you said you were 12 or 13 when she left you stayed with me for many years and I think what opened up you even moving away was you we, you and I we were going through so many things with you with your emotions yeah, and you I getting was, in trouble and the things you would put yourself through and I think a lot of it was because like I was still lost like and then my mom just like my mom just left me like the oh, per, one person that like I would you would think that would like never never mm-hmm. leave you just left me so like my world was just like just yeah, rock yeah, like yeah, again uh, like uh, what's supposed to make sense in life <laughs> yeah exactly like i'm i'm already like i'm a teenager things already don't make sense because of what i'm going through all these feelings i'm feeling and then like home life is just like yeah. where where like really where do i stand where what am i supposed to do the, in the years that you were living with me and your mom was gone were living with us did you feel out of place like, did you feel you weren't part of the family? It, did you feel different from your brothers and sisters? I don't think... I I don't think it's... that I, Now that I think about it, I don't think it's that I felt, like, not part of the family. Because, like, you guys have always been, like, it's always been a huge support we, system. We it's always family. been... And we are family. Like, yeah. Like, but you guys, like, tell me, like, blood doesn't really mean anything. Like, you guys are my family. And, but I think it was just the fact that, like, I felt so lost, like, with you guys getting a divorce and mom leaving that, like, I really didn't know where I stood yes. anywhere. because and nobody like, was there telling you. Yeah, and, like, because, and I did, it's not that, like, I didn't trust you guys, because obviously I trusted you, but I didn't, mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to, like, put any more effort into, like, making myself more comfortable or making like making more effort to make myself like hey like this probably isn't like mm-hmm. the biggest deal or like hey this probably isn't the case you yeah. it's not that you don't fit in it's just you're going through some stuff right now mm-hmm. and so like I know back then like I thought like hey like I probably like it's not like I don't I don't feel right here but when I think about it now like it's probably like I think it's just like I felt betrayed like mm-hmm. I felt like you you left you left like that's basically like you left me like and that I don't trust I don't trust anyone because yeah, of it like I don't want to yeah like, like who, who am I supposed to trust mm-hmm. like you know makes makes total sense and then, like it's like I want to be if I can't trust anyone I want to be by myself mm-hmm. like so I'm gonna do all these things to like push people away and make people like not like me so much or be mad at me because then at least there's a reason for like me feeling this way like so I create my own reason yeah to make it you have an answer yeah so I have an answer yeah and I I, that's a big part of why I started solid foundation and like why we do these talks is because uh, you know as a being a parent back then and me looking back is I should have sat there and talked to you guys, but I didn't. I didn't know any better, and I was still, I was still had a lot to learn. I still got a lot to learn, 
but I just, it didn't even cross my mind to just sit and talk to you guys about it. I was always there for you reactively. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever came to me and had a problem, I'd give you all the time in the world. And I'm, I'm sure you remember me sitting down with you. A lot, yeah. the many discussions <laughs> we had. But it's like, now I look back, I was like, come on, you like, she's coming to you and telling you these things. Why aren't you getting to the root of the problem instead of just trying to put a bandaid over everything she's coming and bringing to you? But, you know, we got to learn. You got to teach me a lot. And, and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, you got a good, a lot of good lessons from me from, from that time. Most definitely. Like, I know a lot of the times, like, we sat down and talked, like, it was in one ear and out the other. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got that. <laughs> I got that notion quite a bit. Yeah, but, like, it's not like, like, it's in my head. Like, I remember everything we talked about. Like, I remember, like everything you've like said to me like in those conversations mm-hmm. and like I you I think about it now and I like I utilize it now it's just like I really do think like I was like so lost and caught up in like me being lost and like wallowing in it like it was just like I'm not trying to hear any of this like yeah. this is not what it is and it got to a point where I really felt like whatever I would say would go in one ear and the other um, looking back now just like you said um so happy that I still kept pounding it into you because it was programmed in there. You just didn't care yeah, to should. act on that knowledge yeah, then. But it got to a point where I was like, I think I need to get her out of like her comfort zone. And I need right here. She's in an environment where she's not doing well. So my thought was, well, I'll send you to live with your Nino who lived in Lompoc. And not that I was going to kick you out of the, and not, be with her be this like she's gonna stay over there for the summer mm-hmm. and she'll get a taste of like because a lot of what you were going through at the house was like you were you still were being spoiled you had like a whole yeah. support system and you didn't you weren't appreciating you're just like like oh well, I still got these problems and I still got mm-hmm. all this and I my, wanted I you to like, get a glimpse of what it is to be without yeah I feel like my mindset was like if I wanted the world that I had before, and if I didn't have it, I didn't want it, like, at all. I didn't mm-hmm. want anything at all, so, like, F everything yeah. else, <laughs> yeah. because that's not what I want. And so, yeah, I was still spoiled. I was still, like, not liking the word and being told no, because that's basically, I was, like, I can't, you can't have that world again, like, everything's different. Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, a big, fat no in my face. So I was, like, okay, like. Yeah, and that, that was such a big time in your life, and in, excuse me, in mine, because, when I had said I was doing that, you know, you went and told your Oma, your Tia Nora, your Tia Anna, and they never got too involved with the way I parented you. They always knew I was taking care of business. But when they heard that, they had a lot to say about it. Like, oh, you're giving up on her. You're, you're kicking her out. Like, that's wrong. Yeah, and I see. I see. I think that's where a lot of, like, me not feeling in place at the Mesa, I guess, comes from as well. It's just because my Oma has a hard time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oma has a hard time, like, accepting the fact that, like, you guys are my family too and it's not just us anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, she's still kind of, like, lost in, like, because it was just me, my mom, and her for a little while. And she was, I was her baby. Like, mm-hmm. I was really was her baby and, like, then I moved, then my mom moved in with you, and so it was kind of like, 
she I think something she's always had a problem with and something she's always voiced her opinion on. So like with that playing in my ear, mm-hmm. like you know when you hear something so much, like you're gonna start believing it. Yeah, and and then that's that's where a decision was made. That was like such a big. turning point in our relationship because at that time I think all that talk that was put in your ear the whole time from your Oma and and that side of the family like when I said that I was going to send you to live in Lompo for a little bit you like gave in to it or you just believed it 100% because then you're like that's where like I set myself apart from everyone else that's mm-hmm. kind of that really was like a turning point because that is where like I felt like I made the decision that like I wasn't I didn't fit in mm-hmm. and it wasn't because everyone else is like I made that decision like I chose that and I made I'm the one who made it like like I'm not a part of the family yeah, yeah no, and I'm I'm so happy that you have your your you know your mom's side of the family because they are there for you and they love you and the more love you can get I'm, I'm grateful for and I don't know if I could have took like a stronger stance on it but I was just you I, you ended up saying well I'm not going to Lompo you know, I'm going to go live with my Thea Nora or your Thea Anna was where you started mm-hmm. one of those two yeah I was like I think I started with Anna Yeah, and to, and to me I think I would have uh I would have put more of a, like, no, that's not going to happen. I would put more of a fight. If that's not going to happen. That's not what I want for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I should have done. Just looking back now, I know that I felt, because um, a, a little while before that, and I don't know if you remember, but I don't know... I don't know if the cops actually got involved or not, but there was an argument, or there it might it was probably discussing about this. But me sending it along, then your mom got involved, oh, and yeah. then and At then the Mesa. yeah, yeah, no, the cops the cops did come. I remember that they did come, and they I remember t- taking mom to talk over like in the gravel at the Mesa, and like them talking to me and me tell them telling me that I like that like I kind of I have to like. I don't really have much of a choice in the matter mm-hmm. and that like she's my mom and I gotta go yeah and so when she like when she came and took you and I know you're too you're too young and you have to do what you're told and especially if you got the cops <laughs> there and they're telling you to go it's like at that point in time like I never even thought of you as not mine you're just my daughter and I was doing what was best for you but it was like it was made perfectly clear to me that I didn't have the right. Like yeah. literally. You didn't. I yeah. didn't have the right. Legal in all like legally, like a literal sense of the word, like it mm-hmm. wasn't. Like so I did fight I was fighting for it, but your mom telling me, Oh well, you're not her dad and if you if if you keep going, I'm, I'm gonna call the cops. Do you and remember why I didn't want to go with mom? You. It's not that you didn't want to go. You didn't. 
I thought I thought it was because I didn't want to go with mom. When no, but when the cops came, yeah, no, that was because I was saying I wanted. I said I had a plan for you to go to Lompo and live with your Nino, and then um, your Thea's got involved, and your mom started to get involved and saying like, no, she's not gonna go there. She's gonna live with me. Like, we're going to. I'm gonna be a mom, and we're gonna make this work. And I'm like, I already know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's already laughing about it. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's, you know, and I already know. I said it was a joke. Mm-hmm. So no, that's not what it's gonna be. That's not what's gonna. This is what she's doing. Like, you guys don't even get out of my business. Pretty much, this is my daughter. I'm gonna do what's best for her. And then that's why the cops were involved because that was their own. That was her only card. Like she couldn't do that with your brother and sisters, mm-hmm. but she had that card with you, and she meant wow by it, because you were saying I don't want to go. Yeah. Okay, I'll live with you, mom. I'll go live with my Thea's mom. Like be there for me, and she had that now. Oh, I'm, I'm needed. I could be a mom for for my girl. Yeah. At least, or at the very least, I could do this for her, and so I don't blame her. I'm not mad at her for it, and everything happens for a reason, but that was. Like that changed our whole relationship when that happened because then you ended up moving out and it went from, hey, you're going to go live with your Nino and Lompoc for for the summer, Marina, to you living with your Thea Anna for like two months, yeah. maybe. Then to Nora. Then you moved. It, you didn't, it didn't work out there because she, she, she got to deal with Marina and Marina <laughs> didn't want to deal with her. And then you went to your Theonora, same thing. You were being you, that you were, you were a lot to handle. They didn't want to handle it. You didn't want to deal with them. Then you maybe moved with your Oma and, and mom. I don't know. But then you ended up moving to Ohio. Like, <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, and to me, I was just like, what the, like, oh, just, it was, it was pretty upsetting. Yeah. To like, I wanted to send my daughter to Lompoc to live with her Nino, which is 45 minutes away. And you guys talk so much shit about me doing that. But now my daughter's living in, what did you say, Ohio? Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> yeah. With, with a, an aunt. A distant, a distant well, yeah. Just like, and from that point, like that's when you and I, we didn't we didn't have everyday interaction but you grew so much from that you know you you from the from the the things you went through since then it's like you grew so much and now that you're back you could see yeah i it 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 always makes me feel like when i'm having a bad day it always makes me feel a little bit better to think like think like I was all the way back there and I was feeling this way and now like I I'm here like Mm -hmm. I'm back in California and I'm doing good like I'm not where I want to be but like I'm getting there you you dove deep like all everyone deals with depression anxiety and especially teenagers and I've you know I still go through it your with your um your brother and your sisters. Um, and they all do it differently. And the way you were dealing with it, I remember you would be cutting yourself. You yeah. had like a stock of razors. 
you would lie I was, to me? Yeah, it was really bad. I, I was, like, hovering over, like, rock bottom for, like, a while. Mm-hmm. Before, like, actually, like, actually hitting it and feeling like I needed to, like, change something. And what, how, like, how did you even discover cutting? Because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, you introduced that to me. I, I remember, I remember it, like, super, super well. Like, I was having a really bad day at school. And like I was really upset. I don't remember why I was upset. I just remember being like really upset and just like, and like I was, I was doing something with like. We were doing something in class, and like I had like it was an accident. Like I accidentally like cut myself or like sliced myself, and like it like. It made me feel different than how I was feeling, and the different like the different feeling like it, it was better. Like, so it made me feel a little bit, so I was like, oh, okay, like, that made me feel, like, a little bit better for a little bit, like, mm-hmm. and it kind of, it caught, I guess it caught on because, like, I made that realization, like, nothing else was, nothing else was working to make me feel better, so if that worked, why not do that? Like, it's not the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, it kind of just went downhill because it did get, like, it got really bad. And, we need it more. Yeah. Uh huh. And like I think I think about it now. I'm like I think like why are you like why am I why was I so stupid? Like why did I do that? And like even to this day, like I can't even like I don't know. It was just because it made me feel better. Like there's literally like no other reason. Like yeah, there is no reason. Teenagers don't don't develop that part of the mind till you know till you're like twenty to twenty five. You start developing the part of your brain that has reason. Yeah. Teenagers just, they act on emotions. Yeah, I was just like, it makes me feel better. I don't feel great right now. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's it like, it makes sense, so why not? And then I remember that was a big thing we dealt with. And the other thing was, was your line. Like, I had no, like, you totally caught me off guard on that. Like, you were yeah. my little girl. Yeah, and, I was... And, and I, re- bad with lying. and I remember <laughs> sitting and you'd get caught in a lie and then I would tell you and I'd sit down and I'd talk with you and I'd say, Marina, this is how I know you're lying. And I would tell you step by step, whatever like your your mannerism were or the words you were saying or how you were saying it. And you soaked all that up so well and you used it right back against me and yeah. you became this... I was I was very very manipulative. Like I still I mean I still can be manipulative sometimes, but it was really really bad. Like do you remember putting that into action like what I taught? Oh my dad said yeah, this. Yeah, I so. do. I do. I remember I I my line was like really bad and like I didn't care. I really didn't. And I remember like okay, like you see this, hide it next time or do this next time or like this is what I can do to be like not get caught. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, I do. I definitely do remember like deliberately like using what you said like against you, and that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably probably sounds like makes me sound really really bad. But like no, I I I recognize that like it was it was very very bad, and that I 
used used a lot of like your constructive <laughs> constructiveness like against you and it probably it, I could have probably got like a lot farther and that was that. that was just like you were saying because you were building a wall up and you're like well I don't I don't want to get close I'll just yeah, do like, what I'm doing for me because like, I'm yeah, in get it for what myself uh huh exactly I, if I'm going to do something if I want something I'm going to do it for myself because mm-hmm why can how can I trust anyone else to get it for me? Because on on top of that line, which they go very well together, was you started stealing. Mm-hmm. You started stealing things, and that's where that's kind of where it came to a head. Is like I'd have your theas tell me like, oh, Marina, this thing's missing, and the only person that was in here was Marina. Not, and I'd go to talk to you, and you would, and you would, tell me the story of how it wasn't you, and. Because you were telling you were telling me and, <laughs> and all the ways I've told you this is how I trust people and this is how I know they're telling me the truth, you would tell me in that way. And so I'd be like, No, that's not her. I that wasn't her. I I talked to her and and she didn't she she's not lying to me. That's that's the truth. But then that how I caught on to it was you you got careless with it and you just start doing these blatant things and then there was no way for me to kind of give me the benefit of the doubt yeah and then when I would talk to you and you would tell me that and you would tell me how I knew how I would expect for someone to tell me the truth and I'm like oh this girl (laughs) this girl is is yeah she's like she used what I taught her to be an honest person to be a liar and to get what she wants so I was like that was a a big lesson yeah that I think looking back into things like my line and like the what what the manipulation I put like you guys through is probably like what I felt the worst about it just because like I did it on purpose and like when I was doing it like I obviously I knew right from wrong because you raised me right but and I still like deliberately did it and I did it on purpose and I was just like I didn't care and there would be points where like I would sit there and beat myself up about it but like why don't you care like I want to care but like Mm. I didn't yeah Yeah, and like (laughs) and so like I was like okay like and it like obviously went on for a while and I don't think anything you could have said or really done will probably would have changed it because obviously like i yeah, was manipulative point. and i used it against you and like i wasn't listening to anyone at that point yeah come give me some more knowledge huh so you being gone when you moved and you were away what what how did you grow what made you grow what did you learn out there I was, I was, I was able to do what I wanted, basically, and you know, like, that's, I guess, like, you didn't have dad telling you, yeah, no, I didn't, you I didn't have, exactly, and so, like, I got the consequences of doing what I wanted, I definitely felt those full force, I was able to make my own decisions, and figure out that I didn't like them because of the consequences I got, I wasn't there to have you, like, like, being able to go out and stay out to yeah, exactly. whenever you want. Exactly. Exactly. Or hang out with uh-huh. whoever or you like, want. Or, or talk to whoever I want. Or like just 
basic I did whatever I wanted and I mean that's cool and it's fun and but it's really not all it's cracked up to be because you don't have anyone there to like oh don't do that like the consequences are bad like Mm -hmm. you don't want to do that and I actually really did have to learn for myself like all by myself and I think that's like what made me like oh you have to grow up otherwise like you're not getting anywhere and honestly the whole growing thing I don't really think I actually made like the any actual like growth growth until like I moved to Wyoming Mm-hmm. And that's I think you went from Idaho, Idaho to Oregon, and then to Wyoming. Uh-huh. There's like like two different states in there. I mean, Oregon definitely like I don't. Oregon was a weird time for me, my mom, and Nay. Like that was a weird time for us. So it didn't. I felt like I didn't like too much. I was. I felt like I was still just settling in that like I wasn't living with you mm-hmm. and like. This, it was weird still. Um, but once, like, I think we moved to Oregon is when, like, I kind of hit rock bottom a little bit. And then I was like, okay, mom's not helping. Dad's not here. What am I going to do to, like, crawl back up? Or what am I going to do to, like, not get in this place anymore? Because it's not fun anymore. And so I think that's when I, like, started. I was like, okay, like these things don't matter like these things are very trivial to what's actually going on or what what could what could happen and so I think that like that's when I got that's when I got a job and I started working and I think it's just it was up it was just like uphill from there when I got a job because then I started like focusing on like making money and I really mm-hmm. like making money like I really like it and yeah. so that was that was fun for me and it got me out of bed and it gave me that thing to like force me out of bed and once I got that thing to force me out of bed I was like okay like this is getting easier it's, like I have more things to like look forward to like I can do things for myself like I have money I can spend money like it was Wyoming was like a big growth place for me and like I, I don't like it there but I, can, I don't think I could ever like I don't wouldn't ever regret going there just cause did it make you appreciate family more because I, I would um, think it's a world of a difference from you growing up and living on the Mesa with all the family to living with your mom and, and her girlfriend yeah it definitely made me appreciate family a lot more it was very lonely over there like I went, like you said I went from like the Mesa like having everyone like all the time and like sometimes I would get irritated by that but like once I moved to Wyoming like I didn't it was just mom all I had was mom and you know how mom is like if you, even if I do just have mom it's not really like she's a little flaky sometimes mm-hmm. um and so I was just like wow like I really kind of I felt like I kind of like messed things up and um, made the wrong decision, but once I, like, realized, like, okay, like, that's, that's not true, like, there are, your family's always gonna be there, and uh, I didn't, like, actually, like, mess things up, like, it made me feel a little bit better. Did you have any doubt when you, because when your mom ended up deciding that she was gonna move back to California, and she was gonna move, um, to Lompoc, 
you had the, you had a choice to be well okay I'm living in Oregon with my mom living in Wyoming with my mom now she's moving back to California I'll move with her but you decided that I'm gonna move back to the Mesa with you know my grandma grandpa and my and my family there and I think that was just because like in Wyoming is like when all those things all those conversations we had like that's when like I feel like it all set in and like I actually started like taking it taking it in and like listening to it like all the things like I used to cry about mom all the time when she was gone and like used to tell me things all the time and I never used never heard it never until like got to Wyoming and I think once mom decided to finally move back I think that's when I finally made the decision like dad's right like it's time for me it's time for like it's about me now like I need to fuck I need to do me and obviously mom's not gonna change like it's been what like six years like it's not gonna happen and so I need to it's been 19 years (laughs) yeah exactly and I need to make a change and I think that how much did that help you though that actually you being with your mom like you want you want you want and now you had all all you could handle and you're like this is oh this is it honestly it it helped me but only to like kind of not necessarily resent mom but like kind of just like I don't I don't care anymore like when it comes to mom I don't take it or leave it yeah like okay you don't you're not gonna you you don't want to see me okay I'm not gonna worry about it I got work like it's kind of and I mean it's cool I wish I didn't have that I didn't feel that way towards mom but that is definitely like helped me like you feel satisfied that you know at least you know yeah I definitely feel I in living with her in Wyoming I think I got what I was looking for like because you know how I was always like I want to be with my mom I want to be with my mom like she left me like I just want to be with her I think living in Wyoming with her like it's it kind of like showed me that like I got what I wanted and like this isn't actually what I like wanted and when did you when did the the light switch go on that it wasn't you because I know you you blamed yourself like oh she left me because what did I do what did I do when did you finally realize well it's not my fault that my mom left it's it's her fault when I made the decision not to live with her she it was the first time she actually said she needed me um and sorry I'm getting a little emotional because like um she she asked me not to move she asked me to move with her and she told me that she needed me and for like a long time like that's I had been waiting to hear that like that's what I wanted to hear that she needed me because like I always dropped everything for her and like I would do it again and like I always always did and she never I never felt like she appreciated it or like she recognized the fact that like I dropped everything for her like I moved states like a couple times for you to be with you and and she finally told me she told me that she wanted me to live with her and that she didn't want to like she doesn't have any like she didn't have anyone there like if she could please if I could please live with her and like it was like honestly the hardest like decision ever to tell her no because I hate telling her no because I feel like she's like like it's like telling a child it's like telling a kid like your kid no 
like I feel like I was taking care of her mm-hmm. and for so many years and so like and making sure she was okay and safe like with Nay and whatever and that I never focused on myself so when she finally said no like I was like it's like I'm telling her no that I don't want to protect you anymore and I don't want to like be with you anymore which is not the case but obviously like she took it that way and so I kind of I kind of just had to get over the fact that like you're not my kid I don't need to do this I'm the kid like so I I just need to like grow up and kind of like cut the string (laughs) (laughs) push the bird push the bird out of the nest and I mean I'm glad I'm glad I did I'm glad I'm living with grandma and grandpa I don't think I would be very happy living in Lompoc with her and May. I mean, I love mom. I'm always going to love mom, but mm-hmm. like, I'm a little, I don't want to take care of people anymore. I kind of want to take care of myself. And I have been, I'm making money, which is awesome. Yeah, and you've excelled at, at your, where you work. Yeah, so. ex- exactly. And like, that, like, I know I complain about it a lot, like, having to work a lot and like, like, it is exhausting, but like, I love working. I like making money. I don't care like what if I have to work like hours in the day. Like obviously I'm gonna be upset about it a little bit during the day, but like I love being at work. I love working. I love being able to make my making money. Like taking my siblings out to lunch whenever I want, or like I love being able to do that and not having to like I don't worry. Like yeah, what what, what happened to all those, all the depression, all the I anxiety. Mean, I know it's I know it's still there yeah. but like it doesn't consume you anymore. Um I think it's because so I tried the whole like being on medication thing. I tried that like for a while. Um seeing someone I got diagnosed with bipolar. I tried the whole medication thing like didn't like it made me feel like a zombie so then I was like okay. Like I think I actually got a mindset where like I wanted to change like I wanted something different I don't like the way I'm feeling and it needs to change and it worked for a little while once I saw that it worked I was that was I was just like okay like and it's still there like it's still hard to get out of bed sometimes especially like with all this work like I'll get really tired and like my body will start getting like I don't want to leave my bed and like I'll be upset with like something that happens and like I don't want to leave bed but like think the fact that like I actually have responsibility and like the fact that like I am needed at that store makes it a lot easier like I'm needed like this if this if I'm not there then no one's gonna show up for that Mm -hmm. and like the fact that like that's my store or like that's like I think honestly it probably is just like the whole being needed thing it's it really does probably get me out of bed and help with the depression quite a bit because that was a big problem was I wanted to be I wanted to be needed. I think I that to be a lot of people look over that that they give into their depression, they give into their anxiety, they give into their negative feelings. But everybody has them. Everybody deals with it. It's just a matter of we deal it with different ways. Just like you said, you have it, but now you're dealing with it differently. Yeah. But the more you know, if we take the time to to learn just like you when you said oh, I cut myself on accident that made me feel different 
although it was a negative way, it made you feel different and you dove into it. Now you've got a positive way. Oh, I work. I'm a manager. I'm needed. I gotta go. Like the feeling, the bad feelings are always gonna be there. Yeah, you definitely. You, 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 definitely you don't, you don't always, gotta yeah. put a reserve <laughs> reservation on it. You don't gotta worry if they're gonna go away. They're gonna be there. But it's a matter of what you focus on. And now you have this to focus on. But the, you know, being a youngster, like being 12, 13, and just getting into that, a lot of that is where it comes from because you're only focused on your emotions. Mm -hmm. And you're not focused on, well, let me get into um, martial arts, you know, let me get into some jujitsu, or let me get a job. Yeah, I'm putting all like my time and energy into something productive instead instead of wallowing in the non-productive like depression. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, and it's something. A world of a difference. <laughs> yeah, and it's always it's something you've always told told all of us, and um, it's something that I'm barely just like listening to now, and I'm glad I am. It's definitely everything you've said to me has definitely made a huge difference into the way I think about things now and it didn't make a difference then but it definitely like I definitely hear you and I definitely heard you about what you said and all the things you said like a lot I think one of the lines that you've told me is what got me in my job is something about getting up and trying to be a better me than I was yesterday it's always something that's like resonated with me that you told me and like I said that and at the end of my interview, he's like, "Oh, there it is! Like that! Like that's that's exactly what I wanted to hear." And he gave me the job. Yeah, it didn't matter your resume. It didn't matter your skills. It mattered about you having a a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And like my whole work ethic and like where I am now, like that's from you, grandma and grandpa. Like I, I learned that guy from you guys. Like mom, I'm, I'm sorry, but mom doesn't <laughs> have <good>. like. <laughs> Mom doesn't your, have, like, that work ethic. Like Your mom, now, though, you see her, she has a job, and she's working. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, she does, um, but, like, she's not happy. Yeah. I have a job, I'm working, and, like... She's missing that link, though, just yeah. like you said. Because you, see, you could be like your mom. You could have just kept being that the sad, like, feeling sorry for yourself, and, like, this this world is doing this to me to me or you could turn it around like you take responsibility like I'm responsible for how I feel and what I want to do and change it like your mom still hasn't made that that yeah. leap you know mm -hmm. she hasn't turned that switch on <laughs> yeah and it can go on people just go through life like that so I'm, I'm so happy that you're 19 and you could have very well still been, been going through some very rough times and you've got some rough times ahead of you. Oh yeah, I like, definitely, like, it's, like I said, it's still like something I deal with like But you enjoy day. life. Like yeah. I could see you enjoying life now. It's just like. Yeah, like I wake up, I, I'm, I can honestly I say like I'm pretty happy. Like obviously I have and some bad days. that was not the case. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Like. Those days, like, back then, like, it really is, like, fuzzy for me. Like, all I remember is just, like, a very heavy, sad feeling. And, like, I can think about it now and it will instantly, like, bring tears to my eyes because, like... You feel it. I, yeah, like, it's, like, a physical feeling. It's not just, like, 
in my head like okay I'm a little down but like I physically feel like felt sad like in my heart hurt and like every time I think about it like I never want to I never want to feel that way again and just thinking that way kind of makes it so like I never feel that way again like, I'm going to be taking steps mm -hmm. forever so I never feel that way again because I don't like it yeah to, to you you, you got to keep moving right so yeah. you're either gonna move in the negative direction or you gotta move in the positive direction and to me you've chosen like well if something if i don't feel good or something doesn't make sense i'm gonna go on the good path you know yeah that's exactly I'd rather go down that path that's exactly how i'm like taking things now like okay it's just it's basically it's not that like i don't care it's just like whatever whatever like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna gonna sweat about it like I, there's no reason for me mm -hmm. to like that's on you I'm not gonna let myself like worry about it you don't want to do something for me like cool like yeah I'm gonna go upon my way yeah exactly like I'm just gonna act accordingly like I don't I don't need that from you I don't need anything like I like not having to need anyone and like being able to just like okay like whatever like that's cool you don't have to do that mm -hmm. How much, how much do you love yourself now? I know before you kind of, you hated yourself. You did not I did. like the person you were. I did. I could not, like, I was my own worst enemy. I was, like, my least favorite person. And it was, it was pretty sad to say that out loud, but I really no, was. It's very common. I really was, like, my least favorite person. Like, there wasn't anyone, like, more that I disliked more than myself. Um, now they're still, like... It's still like I still like there's still some like confidence issues where like some days like I feel like I really like myself I look in the mirror and I don't really like myself too much but then like I think like but like I'm a manager at my job like there's really like it's really not the biggest deal like it's like I said it's trivial mm -hmm. and so I'm like okay like whatever yeah I or your focus yeah goes, your energy flows exactly like if I may you're not looking like at yourself in the mirror <laughs> thinking about you hate yourself, you can you're gonna feel that. Mm -hmm. Or you could turn that off and go manage a a company, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I think I mean I'm not like completely like overall like I love every part of like myself, but like I'm definitely like I definitely am getting there and I definitely like who I'm becoming and we're becoming friends, basically. I'm becoming friends with myself. I'm getting very comfortable with being alone and like I like my company I'd rather be alone than be with someone who wastes my time and that wasn't the case before mm -hmm. like as long as I felt as long as someone wanted me like okay like I'll give you the time of day like I'll so, just be there I'll yeah be exactly there. like even if it's like not even like good attention it's just like you're giving me attention like I want attention I want to feel that but now like you got to be now it's like you got to be better than my own company if you want to hang out with me like you got i gotta if yeah, i'm gonna go out it, right? yeah exactly if i'm gonna go out of my comfort zone to hang out with you or be with you like you gotta be a little bit better than my own company because my own company is pretty great That's right. yeah and That's awesome. <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's definitely a good feeling and it definitely makes me feel better to be able to think that like i'm so far i've grown so much so it makes me feel even better like because if I'm not exactly where I am I'm like okay but I've look how far I've come like yeah. there's days like back then where like I wouldn't leave my bed for a while 
and when I lived with Omar, like, there's a time where, like, I literally didn't leave my bed for a week. Wouldn't leave Omar's bed at all for an entire week. And I think that it was a... Sun's going up, <laughs> sun's going down, mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah. Hours uh, are passing by and you're just laying there. Yeah. And, like, wouldn't even, like, get up to, like, shower or anything. It was gross. <laughs> and, like, I think, like, I think now, like, I look back, like, that's kind of scary. It's, it's actually really scary. Like, it scares me to the point, like, I'm never going to get like that again. Because it's, that's terrifying. Like, how did I just not leave the same spot for, like, a week? And did it, like, and did it like do anything like how do i not do anything for a week mm-hmm. it's crazy i think it's crazy to think about like and, like i don't think i could ever like be like that again which i mean i guess is a good thing it's kind of like the whole point like helping learn but like it's it's definitely like crazy like a whole week i didn't leave bed And I, so I even used to like sleep like all kinds. Like if it, if I even if I got up out of bed, I'd just sleep all the time. If I, all the time. But now I, I wake up in the morning. Like I do, I do my thing. Like I'll go on a walk or something. Like, but mm-hmm. focus. I guess like you said, it's like your focus. Focus on something else, and it's yeah. And you can't always be in the position where something comes to you to make you get out of bed. Like you made a decision now to where you went and found this job. The job didn't come knocking on your door. Yeah. But maybe for somebody it's not a job. Maybe it's it's sports. Maybe it's um, you know, counseling, whatever it is. But you gotta get up and go try it. Yeah, I think being that's in what bed, made, there's no solutions gonna be coming to you there. I think that's what made the difference is like I actually like went out and like looked for this and like I love my job. Like I feel like that job like I've wanted a job in a phone store since I was, like, younger. Like, mm-hmm. I always thought, like, that'd be, like, the coolest thing to work at is T-Mobile. Like, all these phones, these phones are so cool. And, like, I love what I do. Obviously, it's exhausting, but, like... But it's good, right? Yeah, it's good. Like, I'm happy. Like, I'm really happy, like, with what I do, and I'm making money for it. Yeah, like, you feel accomplished with that exhaustion mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, it feels good. Like, I felt like, okay, I'm exhausted, and I'm a little irritated about it, but I... I got stuff done. Yeah. Like I'm making money, and like it's all towards like the greater good. And I guess like that stuff's always been there. It's just I've never really actually took the time to focus on it. It's always focusing on the bad things. Well, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, me too. I'm proud of the young lady you have become. Thank you. I'm very. Pr- I'm very proud of me too. Very very proud actually. Thank you for your time. Of course.